Welcome back to The Wrong Opinion Presents, a movie podcast. Our movies of the week, three movies, Book of Clarence, Iron Claw, and Aquaman 2, The Lost Kingdom. I don't think it was actually called Aquaman 2, just the second Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, colon's in there. This is our first time doing these weekly recaps, so I'll kind of explain what we're going to do. We're going to keep it short, 10, 15, probably 20 minutes, because I always go about twice as long as I anticipate. I'll give you my basic thoughts, and then we are going to answer three questions. One, what was the coolest quote? I'm just going to give you a quote. I love good quotes. Talk about the coolest quote. Number two, what is the dumbest bad review? I'm going to look up bad reviews, whichever one has the dumbest argument. And number three, would I recommend it? And to whom would I recommend it? Uh, that's going to that's gonna come into play for Book of Clarence. Uh, Book of Clarence, I enjoyed probably less than I anticipated. This was James Samuel's third directorial, directorial feature, The Heart of They Fall in 2021 and They Die by Dawn 2013. Haven't heard of either of these. Lakeith Stanfield is one of my favorite actors who's in movies that I do not like. This movie reminded me a lot of Sorry to Bother You. I don't think they're made by any of the same people. I just couldn't find any similarities. Definitely not the same director. Maybe a couple. I don't know. But the point was they felt very similar in that it was clearly... Sorry to bother you. A clear, obvious satire. I don't know that Book of Clarence was as much satirical. It tried to tell you a message, and I like the message. Um, I think the most important of them being... Being a good Christian person means nothing if you are a bad person. Being a good Christian means nothing if you're a bad person. Uh, I think that's part of what the character is trying to say. A lot of it ended up being a lot of enjoyment. Uh, and the kind of the most fun thing about this movie was that it didn't necessarily... It's a story that didn't have to be set at this time. You know, it's a guy, a failure, a loser, who is cool and smart-talking who can convince people to follow him. That's what Clarence is. That's what Lakeith Stanfield, that's, I mean, that's exactly what he did in, um, sorry to bother you, movie I didn't really like, by the way. Uh, Omar Sy was just hilarious as Barabbas. The scene, I'm not, I don't want to spoil things in this movie, but there's a scene where, well, he's just this incredible warrior, this gladiator, and it's just hilarious how he's unable to die, except when he gets stabbed in the heel, but it has to be the right heel, which ends up being hilarious. There were a lot of forced uh, Christianity jokes that, like, it's not like, and they just didn't land, you know? Uh, like, they tried to position everybody into the classic last dinner picture, and it just wasn't that funny. And then there was a reveal at the end with Benedict Cumberbatch's character that I think just didn't land. It wasn't that funny. I think a question people are going to raise about this is, is it blasphemous? Um, yeah, probably. But the movie was really funny, and the the beginning shot, there is a, a chase scene on, what do you call it, steeples? Steeple chase? I don't know. On, uh, on chariots. Incredibly, incredibly, incredibly shot. It really might be one of my favorite road chase scenes in any movie I've seen in the last couple of years. It was just really well done, and then they had very few good shots the rest of the movie. Um, so a solid movie. I think the dumbest review, I think most of the... Um, the critic reviews were, were at least on point with what I thought. It was a little haphazard. It was a little... It bounced around themes too often. But as normal, user reviews are way, way dumber. So we're going to look at one of these. The film was a curiosity as I saw it billed as a comedy in a western. That's not true. Uh, but the jokes are lacking. The jokes were the one good part of this movie. Uh, the sound was bad. Probably the theater, I guess. Couldn't follow the dialogue. Are you not a smart person? 
Uh, there were less than 10 people in the theater, but my friend and I were the only ones who laughed about five times. You just said the jokes were lacking. Sorry to give it a bad review, as I like to support black films, but this one missed the mark. Or maybe it's too sophisticated for me. I kind of think that might be right. Uh, I suggest you watch it free on TV eventually. Movies are always worse on TV. Terrible idea. As you, won't much give, as you won't get much value from watching it at a theater. Read the other reviews if you're interested in taking a chance. Why would you point somebody to a different review instead of just saying the review? Uh, another person called it a painful Bible sermon. This movie was not at all a sermon. This movie was very... I think it was clearly made by people who um, are Christian and respect Christianity. It was not a sermon. That's an insane take. Uh, my favorite quote from the movie... I'm going to butcher it, so I'm going to look it up real quick because I know the vibe, and the vibe was fantastic. Knowledge is stronger than belief. I possess the knowledge that there is no God, which makes every single one of you liars and fools. Uh, that kind of goes hard, but at the end, the same character says a miracle that happened. It was God. It was because of God. And another character says to him, so you believe? The character says, oh no, I don't believe. I know. Which is kind of an interesting take on knowledge and belief. Um, because if you know something and then it ends up being untrue, and then you know the opposite, it's just we never really know anything, do we? Uh, I would recommend this movie to um, not my mom. That's that's for darn tootin'. I don't think she would like it. Uh, it's probably funniest for people who know Christianity well, but either don't believe it anymore or just don't take it all that seriously. That's probably that's a, a small group of people. Because if you don't, if you didn't grow up with it, I don't know that the jokes are going to land. A lot of the jokes are going to land. Um, but you also be offended if you're too into it. Uh, James McAvoy, by the way, incredible in this movie. Um, very small, small part, but I think my favorite role, my favorite character in the movie. Uh, number two, second movie. I actually saw this back-to-back -back with Book of Clarence, The Iron Claw. I loved this movie. There were so many things I didn't like, but the story itself, obviously incredible. I, I think that I thought more people knew this story. I guess maybe like 10 years ago, I saw some Wikipedia page and did a deep dive. And because I knew just about everything about the Von Erich brothers. I didn't know anything about wrestling. I just knew these guys. But nobody else did. Even my dad, who used to watch uh, WWE or F or L or K or whatever it used to be. Um, he didn't know who these guys were. Devastating story. I don't want to spoil this movie at all. It is a true story. So I think that's kind of hard to... In real life, there were five brothers, six brothers. In real life, there were six brothers. In the movie, there were five. So what happens to all but one of them is so much more devastating in real life because after you see this movie, you're like, wow, two of them did that? And then in real life, it's like, three of them did that? That's insane. I'm hoping I'm not spoiling it too much for you. It's been out for a while, and it's a real life story. So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, one thing I did not like about this movie, all of the action sequences were very, they were close, they were shot very, very close, which early on seemed like an artistic decision, and then they kept doing it, and then one action shot was of just the kids, like, brothers, friends, playing with their dad, playing football, and they were still doing those close shots, and that didn't really make sense to me, so I think that maybe they just didn't know how to shoot action sequences. This was Sean Durkin, who just has not done, has he done any action movies? This was a sports movie that's obviously there's action in that, but I don't think anything else he's done were really action movies. Zac Efron was the first one to be cast in this movie, and he was jacked. The way you see his boobs like squishing up against each other in the first shot of the movie, it's such an interesting concept of how like the physicality was a different, it was, it was a character in this movie. I almost wonder if Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White would have been better as opposite roles, because Gary Von Erich was a bigger 
individual. He was a bigger star, but just physically bigger than Kevin, who Zach was playing was, and Zach was much larger than Jeremy Allen White. And Jeremy Allen White, his whole thing is his facial expressions and doing the work other actors can do with a monologue with, you know, a face. And I think Kevin was, I think that he was more of the issues were happening not to him, but through him, against him. So his reactions were more important than anybody else's. So it's curious that they didn't, that like if you're just casting it, thinking of it firsthand, you would think of Jeremy Allen White being the guy whose face you want to see when bad things happen. And Zac Efron, who was huge, being the big guy. But Zac Efron was incredible, and I wouldn't want to take anything away from that because this was a really, really good role by him. Uh, Harris Dickinson was good. Uh, Holt McCallany, a really good character actor for a lot of years. Um, the one thing that I know him most visually clearly from was an episode of The Monk called Mr. Monk and the Three Pies, where he was probably the dumbest villain in history. He lost a bullet in a pie and started killing people. Like, I don't know. Why would you kill a second person to get away with your first? That's just never a good idea, you know? Uh, Jeremy Allen White, though, absolute star, going from a TV star trying to be a movie star, which is probably happening very soon. I started talking about Holt for a reason. He might be the biggest a-hole I've seen in a, in a movie of my entire life. To be that bad of a dad, that's the whole concept of, the, of this movie, is how terrible a life can you have if your dad just sucks balls? And that's what this man does. Fritz von Eric, you suck. Maybe he wasn't that bad in real life. Who knows? Uh, A24, though, just, again, killer slate coming up. I'm very excited. This is the studio going forward. Uh, my favorite quote from this movie, I might go to the very end. Kevin says to his sons, weeping, crying. For the first time, he can finally cry in front of somebody. And he, is, and he apologizes to his kids, saying, men don't cry. And then they look to him and they say, we all cry. Just the, the ignorance of kids sometimes really uplifting. Um, they also, by the way, I want to mention this. They had a scene that was a little bit... Um, this movie was very, very grounded. One scene that wasn't grounded. It was very spiritual. And it really worked, I think, because it was through the eyes of a character who was not in a spiritual state. So it almost seemed like a fake, a, 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 an imaginatory sequence, which is really, really interesting to me. Um, but getting rid of that thought, because we're now on to the dumbest review... It's from the Daily Beast. Blame for the sports drama shallow lettiness can't be similarly pinned on the supernatural. Instead, its shortcomings are attributable to a one-dimensional script and resultant performances that are far less nuanced than its headliners' ripped bodies. This is just the classic mistake of seeing somebody who does something physically and just completely discounting everything that is not physical about the performance. This is Zac Efron's best performance, and because he's so jacked, people want, it's just easy and it's lazy to say... Well, he's, it's, the only part of this role is because he's jacked. No, it's the same thing as people say that Sydney Sweeney's a bad actress because she's hot. Like, no, she's hot and she's a good actress. These guys got huge and they're good actors. So that was a garbage take. Uh, Who would I recommend this to? Absolutely everybody. Um, Probably good, not my mom. I think this is an absolute dad movie. Um, This is the classic, like, I don't know, anybody over 45, I think would absolutely love this movie. This is the kind of movie that, like, if you're talking to your girlfriend's dad, he's going to be excited about this one. Especially guys who, especially dads who used to watch wrestling before they had kids and then their wives made them get rid of the WWE. That's that's who this is for. Uh, the third one we're talking about is Aquaman. Um, this was the first, you know, I want to correct that. This is the second DCEU movie I've seen since Justice League. 
Uh, I gave up on the franchise after Justice League. Um, I, I also saw Shazam, which is enjoyable. It was fun. It was good. I didn't see the second one or anything since. I've always said that the floor of superhero movies is just way higher than any other movie. Like Justice League, I say it sucks. I've seen it several times since it came out and I still enjoy it. And I'll talk trash about it. But like if I see a bad movie that's not a superhero movie, probably never going to watch it again. I will watch bad superhero movies over and over again. Um, James Wan, I think, almost irrelevant. It, it's not an insult to James Wan. I think this is just one of those movies that's studio produced in a, in a kind of gross way. Uh, the CGI was actually really good, which I was I was happy with. Patrick Wilson, that was a fantastic performance. Um, I did not see the first one, which uh, you know might might hinder uh, everything because I I just didn't know what was going on with the, with the brother stuff. He was just really really funny in a very earnest way, uh, and that's because of Jason Momoa who can make fun of that's you need know, the straight man right. Um, but Patrick Wilson, there's one scene where he's running and he has his arms right behind him. And I noticed that. I'm like, what is he doing? But they didn't comment on it. I was like, that's insane. And then about 20 minutes later, he's running again. And Jason Momoa's like, dude, what are you doing? And Patrick Wilson's like, I've never run before. How do I do this? That was hilarious. Uh, Amber Heard was really good. Her role was cut short. Uh, I feel like that's kind of obvious. I'm not going to talk about that. Jason Momoa, I think, kind of sucked in this movie. I think that is because, I mean, probably the, I mean, the script was lacking. That's fine. I think he just knew that. <laughs> the DCU is coming to a halt. I guess he knows that he he has a job going forward, unlike the rest of his uh, Justice League. But at some point, you're just trying to have fun. He doesn't. He's not taking this movie too seriously. You know who else was not taking this movie seriously it was Dolph Lundgren. He was terrible. I am not sure why he is still acting. He's just not not good. Um, he's not good. <laughs> Overall, though, I, I enjoyed this more as the movie went on. I think I stopped taking it as seriously as I did in the beginning. I went with friends who recommended this movie. I had a different movie in mind. Um, so I think I was going into like, this is gonna suck, right? And there were, I, I could talk about all the dumb parts of the, about this movie, but the, there's worse ways to spend two hours. If I'm flipping on, you know, scrolling around on TV a year from now and this movie's on and I got some work to do, I want something on mute in the background, I'll throw this on. It's enjoyable. One quote I really, really liked. Actually, I do want to talk about this. I said it would be positive. The first five minutes are so bad. It's like this odd, joking, totally unserious monologue by Aquaman. He says, four years ago, I was basically unemployed, a wanderer with no home, but now I'm a husband and a father, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh yeah, I finally got a job. I'm the king of Atlantis. That's terrible. Uh, the last two minutes, equally terrible, because they, it gets real. I'm not going to spoil it, but it gets real. Uh, in, at least in, in a fictional universe type of way. And then he makes the same stupid jokes. And it's like, okay, come on. Um, just a lot of Momo I didn't like in this movie. Probably less because of him because he is, he's obviously good at what he does. But one great, great quote. You've let your prejudices stop you from enjoying half the world. You should think about that. It's your loss, dude. This was about, They're talking about cheeseburgers and raw steaks and pepperoni pizzas and Patrick Wilson says he's never had that, and human food sounds disgusting. And Aquaman's like, in that line, your prejudices have kept you from enjoying half the world. And that's a really interesting part of this, because it doesn't... Obviously, prejudice is a bad thing in real life, not just for sea people, for aqua, aquamen, Atlanteans. And, you know, you can preach to them all you want, to, to prejudice people being like, hey, you know, that's wrong, right? But not more than that, less than that, but on a more individual level, it's like, you know, because of your prejudices you enjoy stuff less, right? 
And then it leads to a really funny thing where uh, Aquaman tricks Patrick Wilson into eating a cockroach. That was that was a great joke. I love that. And then a callback later. Uh, the dumbest review. I'm sure there'd be a couple. Uh, this had a 42 on Metascore. Somebody gave it a 75. Three people gave it over a 70. I guess, you know, you're grading on a scale. It's, it's a movie. Uh, the thing here is that there's going to be a lot of dumb reviews, a lot of bad reviews that are taken too seriously. Because that's just what you do with superhero movies, right? You get bad reviews because it's a superhero movie. Who wants to be subjected to water torture for two hours? Kind of funny. Uh, what we have is completely fumbled, cobbled together, movie-esque collage of unwatchably fuzzy CGI in which 10,000% more effort has been put into making floaty underwater hair look authentic than it has to the script. Story, characters, drama, attaining spatial, yada, 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 yada. Um, the floating underwater hair looked bad. That was the worst part of the CGI. Um, the actual, the, the main, not the main bad guy, not, uh, Black Manta, whatever his name was, but this little demon character, he looked really, really good. But the fact that when you say more effort has been put into making the floaty underwater hair look good than anything else, and the floating underwater hair is the worst thing, I think he just didn't watch this movie very, very tightly. David Jenkins of White Little Lies. Um, so I would, I would rethink you, I would rethink what you do. Actually watch movies before you judge them. Uh, who would I recommend this to? Um, I would, I, like, I wouldn't put this movie on the top of your, uh, theatrical list, but, um, just by anybody that's, that's, I would definitely say to watch this. I don't think I would recommend this movie. I enjoyed it, uh, more than I thought I would in the first half. If you're on a plane and you're like, hey, should I watch Aquaman or just sit here in silence? I would say watch Aquaman too. So there you go. If you hate my wrong opinions, tweet me at WO Presents. Short for wrong, opinion presents. We'll be back next week, next week's movies. Uh, we will have an Oscar pod coming out soon. Uh, I'm debating whether to do that early February or late February, closer or later from the uh, from the actual Oscars. Uh, we're going to be doing a Wakanda Forever coming up soon. We got Josh Clark on that one. Um, outside of that, just weekly movie the theatrical updates. Um, check out the Wrong Opinion Useless NBA Trivia and Garbage Rankings. If you want some NBA content, Hooper's Lane on YouTube. Uh, Comic Central, I don't know if I've talked about them before. Comic Central, a Snapchat video channel for whom I write. Check all that out. Until then, peace out.